You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, shot time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BetQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Uh, a lot to get to this morning, Shine. Let's not dilly-dally. The first day of December 2022, officially Christmas month. Christmas trees, Christmas cookies, Christmas drinks, Christmas carols, Christmas... What else? What else is Christmas? Christmas spirit, Mutt. Everything. Yes, you are my jolly little elf, Chris Shine, Mike Mutnanski. BetQL Boston. Uh, we will take next 20 minutes or so. Strictly Patriots time. NBA, goodbye. NHL, goodbye. This is just a Patriots-Bills betting preview for Thursday Night Football. Is that okay with you? If you have any of the other besides that, get it out of your mouth now because we're going to jump right into football. It's a lot to get to. Nope, that's all. I am, I'm ready for football. Let's get into the Patriots-Bills. All right, so I have a whole like checklist here uh, of things I want to hit about this game. First of all, the money continues to pour in on the Patriots. The line this morning, as of right now, at 10.28 Eastern time, is three and a half. That is correct. It opened five and a half. This is a legit move from the open. 42% of the bets, 66% of the money uh, is on the Patriots. Okay, so number one, the Patriots are getting bet. Number two, why are they getting bet? So I, I, I heard a couple of guys who discussed this game yesterday say it's a bad quote-unquote spot for the Bills. Third game in 12 days. I would point out the Patriots also playing three games in 12 days. They've been on the road for those three. And then the third part of that was that they're sick. Well, I did a radio spot in, in Rochester yesterday, and those guys said it's the, the Deion Dawkins injury is big, that the other illness stuff is just it was lit more last week than this week, and they've already been hit by it. So uh, the people I'm talking about Buffalo are suggesting the illness is not an issue. Yes, they're banged up. They're also getting Greg Russo back. Uh, they think Tra- Tredavious White is going to play at least double the snaps he played a week ago. So they're actually getting healthier. Oliver is going to play up front. He's a beast on that defense. So I'm not buying the health thing for the Bills. There might be a health thing for the Patriots. Third, there is wind in the forecast tonight. But, again, as someone who bets a lot of golf and looks at wind websites, it looks much, much uh, more mild than people are projecting it. Like these all these gusts – I'm seeing like 10-mile-an-hour winds basically after the first quarter. So I'm not seeing the wind being an issue. I'd also argue that last year the fact that Bills and Patriots played a windstorm and now they're sort of the Bills are prepared for it more than last year. They can actually throw the ball with Josh Allen in the wind. We'll see with Mac Jones. I'm not as concerned about it. Um, so those are like my three sort of betting things leading into the actual game itself. And then acknowledging Shime, all those things being said, I don't get the Patriots getting bet like they can't lose this game. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I don't understand this. I said it this morning on the Greg Hill Show. It was part of my lead. There's a lot of people, apparently, that are a lot smarter than me that seem to be heavily invested in the Patriots tonight. And it doesn't make sense to me. None of the – there's no one indication – like, no one thing that points to, oh, the Patriots are going to keep this really close tonight. Like, I – the biggest thing that I can identify is Vaughn Miller. And to me, that means Patriots offense – will probably be better than I thought they would be tonight. However, I'm not convinced this Patriots defense is as good as the the DVOA would suggest because, again, they haven't played a lot of good teams. They, and they get murdered by, by running quarterbacks. Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson absolutely dominated them in the two games they've played. And also, like I, it, 
it also doesn't even make sense to me that it would be a Belichick at home thing um, because he's 21 and 20 uh, with any other quarterback that isn't Tom Brady at home and in his Patriots career, by the way. And then on top of that, it's like neither team is playing on a short week. They both have the same amount of rest. I just nothing screams, oh, you should bet the Patriots here. Nothing. And yet for some reason, there's still 68 percent of the money on the Patriots. And look, the numbers are, are the numbers don't play well in the Patriots' favor. So we know how Josh Allen played against them in two games last year. But if you go back to December of 2020, the last four times a Bill Belichick defense has faced Josh Allen, Josh Allen is 93 of 138. That's 67 percent, over a thousand yards, nine point nine yards per attempt. This is all courtesy of Evan Silva of Establish the Run. A perfect Shyman four games. 13 to 0 touchdown interception ratio. Insane. Rushing lines of 6 for 66, 12 for 64, 6 for 39, 4 for 35, over 300 yards in three of those four games. And in the two games last year, he dropped back and combined five, uh, 100 times. Eight touchdowns, no picks, no sacks. And we discussed this a little bit last night with, with Andy on, on Mud at Night. I don't see the Patriots' defense being – they're not better than last year. They're not appreciably better. They seem like the same to me. Take uh, Fine, they, they've had uh, – Judon's playing at a very high level. And as Andy Hart pointed out, where was Matthew Judon last week? Where was he against a team that had no left tackles banged up, just like Deion Dawkins out tonight for Buffalo? So the Patriots' defense, statistically, DVOA, is ranked pretty high, again, like last year, because they played shitty teams. They don't seem that much better. And so then you flip to the offense, which has had just a bevy of negative and, and meandering plays the last eight games, the uh, the Vikings game, the Ravens game, notwithstanding. I love Mac Jones, but it's still Matt Patricia. And Matt Patricia against the Bills, I'll take the Bills. I'm, I'm 100% with you. And Tom Curran on Gresham Keith even said, this team is worse than the last team, the last Patriots team last year. Like it just, especially when you're talking all of the mental mistakes and the penalties. Like this year's team isn't better than last year's team, and you expect them to to compete with the Bills, who just dominated you in two straight games. What and are didn't we missing? Have to punt? What the? What are we missing? I don't know. And we it look makes, at this stuff every day. All these national guys, all these sharp. There, it's. I, is this a? Is this a? Are we too close to a chime? Well, no. I, so here's are the we thing. too close to this? Here's the other thing, though. Is normally right. If we're seeing a lot of money, I see sharps uh, on Twitter at least, or people who consider themselves sharps on Twitter touting their picks. I don't see anybody touting the Patriots, and yet there's all this money. And I think that's what confuses me the most is that it's not like I'm not seeing Warren Sharp being like, "Oh, I love the Patriots at plus five and a half." I was like, "Oh, that's why all that money went to the Patriots plus five and a half, and the line came down so much." Makes sense, I get it, but I'm not seeing that, and so like everything just isn't computing to me, and it. It makes me feel like there's one, like, very strong uh, money better who is kind of weighing down a lot of this money uh, on, on in the Patriots' favor, and I, it, but I I can't I can't pic- I can't picture it I cannot picture a scenario where the Patriots win this game or even keep it within three. And that's and that's why I'm I'm so confused. So I don't uh, the the only thing we haven't talked about yet. Um... You know, is some of this money is there? Is the insider money is it is it going with the idea that Josh Allen is fully not healthy? 
He's not even on um, the injury report, though. I, I, I know that. But the, the one thing that does stand out, and the Action Network had this earlier today, he does have the fifth or sixth most turnover-worthy plays since he got hurt. Yep. And I, I guess I'm not factoring – like, and this is my fault. I, I just look at him and go, he's a superhero. Like, he runs around, does what he wants. Like, yes, he didn't look great at times in that Lions game, but still when it was not cut in time, they drive down and they win. And uh, maybe I am not make giving that enough. I, I will say this. I'm with you. I like the Patriots. I mean, I, I was on the fence most of the week when it got to four. It's like, well, you got to bet the Bills. I said Patriots, but you got to bet the Bills. At three and a half, it's like, yep, I want to bet the Bills. But this is not this is not a game I'm going to end up investing a ton of money in because I feel like I, it's something's off, and I I feel like I'm missing something that the rest of the world and all this money likes the Patriots. And I'm like, well, I want to hammer the Bills at three and a half. I, I feel like I'm in a weird spot because yeah. I agree with you. I don't want to invest a ton of money, but at the same time, I do I am I'm confident in Bills minus three and a half. And so I, I also don't want to look back tomorrow and be like, Wow, I, I was absolutely right. It, like I don't know where the money was coming from, but whoever was doing that was an idiot. I don't know why I didn't just trust trust what I saw on on paper and in with my gut. And so that's why I almost want to not look at where the money's being bet and just trust my instincts, my gut, my uh, my research, my preparation and invest on bills minus three and a half. It's it, it's it's put me in this conundrum that I don't know exactly how to deal with because I haven't been in this spot, at least this season. I definitely have not been in this spot in a while. Um, and, and so I part of me just wants to ignore the money. And I'm just like, you know what? If I'm going to get a better line on the Bills, I'll take it and and go with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like if it wasn't the Patriots and I wasn't so confused, this would be a prime bet for me. Yeah, like exactly. That's what I'm saying. Walk to the window and make, and I don't, I don't make those every week. You know, that's not, it's not, but there'll be eight, ten times a year in the NFL season. I'll make what I consider a prime bet, which is you know, pick your what a three star, five star, whatever lame acknowledge. You know, what do you want to use for it? But because it does seem like the market is just giving us a couple extra points that we should not be getting. So let's add one other part into this, Shime. Um, As we're talking this morning, the Patriots just downgraded Trent Brown to questionable with illness. So Jabril Peppers is already questionable with an illness. Um, Yande Kajust is questionable at tackle in this game. Isaiah Wynn's not going to play. Um, The starting left tackle would probably be Connor McDermott in this game for the Patriots, I think. The starting left guard is going to be strange. Uh, let's assume Andrews plays, so he's the center. Michael Onwenu is healthy at right guard. Right tackle, I, I'm going to – if if Yanni Kajus doesn't play, then then they're really in trouble. Like, I, I don't know what they would go to. Um, Marcus Cannon's on IR. Wynn's not going to play. They don't have, like, Co- Cody Russie's a center. James Ferentz would play guard. Unless you kick, kick somebody out to tackle. You kick Onwenu like, out to tackle would be probably the same. Yeah, so they play Ferentz and Strange to the guards. Yep. And Onwenu would play tackle. Correct. So – I know people are buzzing about the Bills' sickness, but the Patriots were already banged up on their tackle spot. If Trent Brown doesn't go, holy shit, Shine. Like, that that's a legit – to me, that's a half a point easy. I, I hate to overrate offensive line play, but they're so banged up already. If somehow Trent Brown doesn't go and Kajus is also hurt, I feel, how, how do you keep the defense off of Mac Jones tonight? Yeah, I don't, they, I don't know. With, I, with I Josh, you would say go up tempo and go shotgun and speed, speed, speed. But with these, with 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 guys named Connor, 
Connor McDermott, who they just brought back from the practice squad, somebody else's practice squad, and just brought him back? And James Ferentz, a starting guard? He stinks. So I, add that in. Like, day, day of game questionable usually means he's not playing. Yeah. He's not playing. So I... Give this me the bill, Shime. Uh, give me the Bills minus three and a half. I should probably bet more than I'm going to bet on this game when I, I go to New Hampshire. I'm glad I didn't bet it at four. I got, well, I bet it very smallly at four with a, a free ten dollar bet I had just to use it before it expired. But I'm glad I didn't bet it because three and a half. I, I'm in at three and a half, Shime. I'm with that's, you. That's of everything available, side or total. Patriots minus three and a half is, is by far my favorite bet. Yep. And the total, I have no feel for, so you can go ahead at whatever. So 40. I actually do have a feel on the total. I'm oh, going to go, go over 43 and a half. I want okay. the over in this game. Again, I, the Bills are going to score a ton of points. That's to be – that's I, – and I, and I actually said this to Fitzy. I was on the uh, Six Rings uh, pod yesterday with uh, – or actually, I think it dropped today uh, with Nick Fitzy-Stevens talking about this game a little bit. And it feels to me almost like an Uno reverse card on what we know about the Patriots – all season for like 11 weeks, it's the offense sucks so bad and the defense is, is borderline elite. And then I watch that Minnesota game and I'm like, wait a minute, that defense might actually not be very good, but the offense looked pretty good. Like they might have actually gotten their things together. And like, I, I'm not convinced that the Bills are going to get a ton of pressure tonight, even even with a banged up O-line, just because Von Miller is far and away the one who pressures the quarterback for this Bills yep. team. And it's not even remotely close. I think Rousseau being back is good, and that helps them for sure. But I'm still, I'm just not convinced that they're going to get a ton of pressure. And the one thing I noticed about last week that was different than prior for the offense is wasn't a ton of pressure, and Mac Jones is able to have some success. So in my mind, I actually think this could be a high-scoring game because I'm with you. I don't buy into the wind. I don't buy into that crap. I don't think that it's going to be all that impactful. I think this is going to be a sh- shockingly a high-scoring game. I think it was John Ewing even had it too. How, for the first 11 weeks, the under hit in, like, 70% of primetime games. Mm-hmm. And since then, in primetime games, the over is 4-0 and or 3-0 and or something like wow. that. And, and so it's it's starting to kind of, again, meet in the middle, right? These these lines always do that in the year. If, if one thing is heavily happening at the beginning of the season, it's going to even out. There's going to be regression to the mean. And yep. I think you're going to see that. So another reason why I like the over tonight. So I just think the offenses are going to be what we're going to notice tonight, not the defenses. So for me, over 43 and a half uh, is a fairly low number. And I like it. I think they should be more like 46. Yeah, so if I was going to take the over. If I was going to play a generic, you know, basic two-team team, if the teaser in this game tonight, it'd be the the Bills and the over. Yep. I would just tease 100%. it down to a 37 or whatever it would be. Um, and I would play it there. And that's, right now the ratio is way on the under, 38% of the bets, but 78% of the money. Uh, on the under, so I'd be against uh, the public there, and I'd be with you. There is a shootout potential, even with the wind, uh, as a factor tonight, because the Bills against the pass have not been great. You know, they're they're a good no. defense. They're they're what third in DVOA defensively, um, but they have not been good against the pass. So you and I are in lockstep here. Something doesn't smell quite right, but I might just hold my nose and play it and try to keep my biases out of it. Because by the way, also admittedly. I'm rooting for Mac Jones. I want Mac to play well. I want Mac to shove it in Patricia's face and just run his own offense and look good doing it. So I, I'm biased towards Mac, but I also think that the Bills are really good. And I one more thing on my list, Shime, and this is not betting related, but I thought about this with the Bills when they effed around with the Jet game. They played sloppy in that Viking game. I kind of think the Bills were bored for like a month there. They got to the AFC title game a year been. ago. You know, Allen had his big moment against Kansas City. Like, they had some big wins early in the year. And I just think they they know they're good. 
And now they look at it and go, okay, we're 0-2 in the division. We have to win this game. We want to win the division and get a bye. Now we're now now the season starts for us. We play the Patriots twice down the stretch. We have the Dolphins again. We can still win out and win our division. So maybe I'll be proven wrong. I kind of think they were sort of bored in the middle of the year. And I, I think tonight they wake up because this is a it's a huge game for the Patriots. It's as big a game for the Bills. They cannot fall to 0-3 in the division. Yeah. If they're going to win the division, not be a wild card team. So adding that into a two, give me the Bills at three and a half. Um our, we got we got some good news on our Ramondre Stevenson bet. Sixty one and a half is now sixty two and a half. Shot. <laughs> I know this minus is great. one fifteen on the under. I see. I mean, talk about touting. A- every DFS, every like prop bet side I look at, everyone is betting the over. You and I are the only ones good on under island on Ramondre Stevenson. Give it to me. I want. Uh, it. And my theory is love a heart, especially with the tackles banged up. Can't run the ball as much. His receiving prop has been bet through the roof. 35 and a half yards now on Stevenson's receiving prop. Uh, you want to play that? prop is out now, too. What is that one? Uh, four and a half, which is about what we it's, said. It's, I said it was going to be three and a half, four and a half. It is four and a half. I I'm do want the over. That. I want the I'm over. Give me the over I'm four and a half. No, I don't want the yards. I, I, want the, I want the receptions. So my favorite prop is one that you put us on. Is that Stevenson's? Now it's under, under 62 and a half yards at minus 115. Yep. Um, what do you have on your prop list besides that one? Should I go back and forth? I got a bunch here. Yeah, I got I got a bunch as well. Uh, so the first one I want to start with is actually outside of the Stevenson bet, my favorite bet on the board, um, and it's over seven and a half in the first quarter. Uh, and you might be like, "Oh, that's interesting." And here's why: if there's one thing, I'm, oh, I, I just thinking, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, uh, if there's one thing I've noticed about the New England Patriots. That their opening drives, their scripted drives, have actually been pretty successful. Even, I mean, you look at the one against Minnesota last week. That was an awesome way to come back after Minnesota opens the game to score a touchdown. Oh, by the way, that leads into my second point. Um, the Bills are going to open this game and score a touchdown. I, I, if the Bills start with the ball, it's going to start 7 nothing. Um, and uh, and so I think the Patriots will also score points in the first quarter. And that I, I just I think over 7.5 is too low. I think this is... I think again. I am. I'm playing into the over, especially in the first half. I think you're going to see a lot of points. The yep. second half may, when Bill Belichick is able to make adjustments, that might change things a little bit. But I think you're going to get a lot of points in the first half, especially to start the game. I think opening drives from both teams will be successful. So I want that over seven and a half in the first quarter. All right, uh, it's been juiced up, and so maybe you only want to do it as part of same game parlays. But Josh Allen's rushing total is way too low. It's forty two and a half yards. Shine. Yeah. It's minus one forty. I want the over. Again, tough to play it by itself as a standalone, but as part of same-game parlays tonight uh, on DK, I'll be including the rushing total for Josh Allen. He's cleared this in four straight games. Uh, there's no reason why, given the Patriots' defense, uh, unless you think Jabril Preppers is like the, the, the Josh Allen whisperer on that defense, I'm going over Josh Allen rushing yards. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's a good play. Uh, I'm going to go to Mac Jones here. I want the over on Mac Jones' pass yards, 228.5. Um, this may be an overreaction to last week. I, I fully am aware of that. But 228 to me feels low in a game that I think, again, they're not going to be able to run the football, therefore they have to pass. And so, in my opinion, if he has to pass a lot, that yardage number is going to be upwards over over 250. And so for me, 228, way too low. I want the over on Mac Jones passing yards. Isaiah McKenzie uh, is feasting the Patriots in the past. His catch total is three and a half catches. I want the over. On three and a half catches, I have McKenzie. So, uh, going backwards, on Thanksgiving against Detroit, 10 targets, breakout game this year for Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, in the playoff game against the Patriots, three uh, three targets, 45 yards receiving. In the second game of the year, last year against the Patriots, 12 targets, 
125 yards. That's when Miles Bryant got embarrassed by McKenzie. Did not play in the first game. So in this game, it's going to be either Marcus Jones in the slot or Miles Bryant. Either way, they tip their hand on Thanksgiving. They're starting to get Isaiah McKenzie way more involved. If the wind is any sort of factor, the shorter passes are big an issue. I'm sure they'll try to exploit it like they did, uh, again, to the tune of 15 targets for over 150 yards last year in the last two games. I want the over three-and-a-half catches Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, uh, I think that's good. I'm going to stick with another Bills receiver. I want over three-and-a-half catches on Gabe Davis. That's at plus 120 right now. Uh, He's had six, five, and four on ten, seven, and five targets the last three weeks, Um, and I think that continues because his yards per reception number has actually plummeted since the beginning of the season. It is now much lower, um, and they aren't able to attack down the field the same way they want to, but Gabe Davis is still a big, massive target for Josh Allen to throw to, especially when he's in duress. I love the idea of getting Gabe Davis over three and a half receptions. Uh, My last one is a Patriots receiver. Uh, I I don't hate over four and a half catches to Kobe Myers. I think he's going to be the guy that Josh that uh, that Mac relies on today. But actually, it's re- receiving total better. I want the over on fifty and a half receiving yards to Kobe Myers. And this is a this is a, a Bills weakness. And I and this is according to StatMuse. Um, so if they're wrong, then I'm wrong on this. But they have the Bills chime as the second worst defense in the league against slot receivers. They give up the second most yards per game against slot receivers, only second uh, to Miami. Who gives wow. up the most? Okay. I assume Myers will be in the slot a majority of this game. We saw on Thanksgiving, even with Myers' shoulder hurt, he kept force-feeding the ball. The, fir- the first play of the game, uh, if you watch the Kurt Warner video, he got through like the entire Mac Jones game from Thursday night. Mac forced it to Myers. He shouldn't have done it, but he did. That's his guy. That's a security blanket. Hunter Henry to a lesser extent. But 50 and a half receiving yards in a game the Patriots are chasing. I want the over on Jacoby Myers. My second favorite bet, I think, besides the under on Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, my last one is actually going to be a receiver, uh, Patriot receiver under. Uh, I guess you could call him a receiver. I want the under one and a half receptions on Johnny Smith. Uh, I just think this guy is, <laughs> this guy stinks. He's getting phased out, uh, and I don't think he'll be targeted much to at all at this game. I think this is all a Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry production. If I had to pick a score tonight, Shime, uh, I'd say the Bills get into the the upper twenties. Call it, uh, call it. Yeah, well, three field goals will be tough to come by tonight. Let's call it thirty to thirteen. Patriots win this game. Would be my best you mean sort Bills of guess on a final score. I'm sorry, I keep saying Patriots. Thirty to thirteen, Bills. My guess in this game. Yeah, I have. Uh, I ended up going with thirty to twenty four. Um, was my final prediction. Oh, so you got that. So, so you got a higher scoring game for you. Yep, yeah. exactly. I, I, I am very firmly on the over in this game. I think I think these teams are going to score some points. Uh, but the Patriots defense is not quite as good as we thought they were. <sighs> Anything else this game tonight, Chime? I kind of want to play a Hunter Henry anytime TD prop at three and a half to one. I. I, it, I can't. I, I I hit it last week, so I can't. I can't go back to it. Yeah, that's fair. I understand that. I, what's again, the what's the what's I'm the not, Myers anytime TD? What's Jacoby Myers? Uh, Jacoby Myers is just shy of three to one, plus two ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. They they I, they're they're smart. They know us idiots want to play these things, but they oh, they yeah. juice. They, they, they some of the odds on these is just stupid. Oh, I agree. Don't. But yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm I don't mind the number favorite. on Hunter Henry. I just can't go back to it. Yeah, I get that. I, so ultimately, for me tonight, I'm going to be basing a lot of things on, around my theory that this game will go over. Any same game parlays. Um, that I build will be around that idea. So, yeah, this is a weird one. I, I'm I, this, I didn't week and a half, two weeks ago. It's like, oh, they just come in and blow them out. And now, given all the money the Patriots are getting, I'm fascinated to see how this thing plays out tonight. And it's a huge, it's such a. If I put their betting to the side, we just did 20 solid minutes on the betting side of it. 
Um, just from like a reputation, you know, the, B- Bill Belichick this week yelling at guys about penalties, uh, yelling at Curtis. Oh, my, by the way, my theory, Sean, that I came up with on the fly last night, the reason Bill's been in a mood, he's like, and you, you went to UConn, so you, I, and, and you partied plenty, so you've been sure in these did. spots before. Uh, when you wake up the day of an exam and be like, oh, I'll just cram the day of and I'll, I'll be fine. And like an hour into it in the study hall, you're like, shit, I'm not ready. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm screwed. Th- th- I think this is Bill this week. I think Bill oh. recognizes he's not ready, and so he's annoyed. Oh. Like, Bill's got that pit in his stomach, like, what did we do to really st- to change our defense and stop Josh Allen? I got Matt Patricia going up against the Bills and Sean McDermott. This is how I'm going to try to win this game. So I think Bill's annoyance is that feeling in your stomach the morning of an exam when you're not prepared for it. I, this, is the, this is the exam. I he said that. after the game last year we were not competitive. He went to the opposing locker room to say how awesome Josh Allen was. And now he's, I think he's worried he's going to get blown out in this game. That's the annoyance level for Bill. That's my theory. Wow. I'm sticking with it. I like it. I'm into it. I, I'm buying in. <sighs> All right. Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Uh, Shine will be, I'm sure, tweeting away during the game tonight. Bet I'll be on ass. the air. Uh, it's like a little pregame show into the game, then live updates during the game. Myself and Andy Hart, a little live first quarter show, left left halftime show. Keep you up there on that. And then tomorrow... A uh, little double dose. You're going to get uh, Chris Scheim and myself on our Picks and Props podcast about 12, 12.30 or so, live on Twitter, live on Twitch, uh, and then podcast form later. And then you will join me on Monday at night for a Patriots recap and a couple of early Week 13 bets. Because, by the way, once we get through today, Week 13 slate is great. It is a great slate highlighted by Bengals, Chiefs, a game I cannot wait for on Sunday. Dolphins, 49ers, Bengals, Chiefs. I mean, this is going to be a fun week. Eagles, Titans, I mean, Jets, Vikings, all of these games are going to be fun to watch. I'm so excited for this slate of games. It's going to be a blast. It's one of those weeks you're actually glad your team is not playing. 100%. Playing. Glad they're not playing. So we ask if you had any, any ideas for betting the game tonight uh, and you've learned anything or you laughed at all during this thing, uh, we ask you to please subscribe, rate, and review. It's a huge help to us where you find your podcasts. Uh, and we'll tweet out a question later who you got. On BetQL Boston there on Twitter. We'll see if the people are feeling good about Patriots and Bills. Shime, excellent work by you. We'll talk uh, bright and early tomorrow morning. Good luck tonight. I'll text you later, buddy. Thank you. Sounds good, Mutt. Can't wait.